Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, I have selected a new game from Philip Stolenmeyer, hmm. our beloved Philip Stolenmeyer. Uh, and the game is called Sticky Terms. Sticky Terms. <laughs> Sticky Terms is the latest game from Philip Stolenmeyer. We have reviewed previous game from him, uh, Vertical, which you might find earlier on in one of our episodes. Yep, scroll back. Um, scroll back. Scroll all the way back. Uh, it is his latest game, and let me read you the description, Edwin. Please. Uh, okay, this is very hard to read because it's in another language. Farpotshkdet is Yiddish for trying to fix something, thereby ruining it. Which <laughs> one of those handy terms. Uh, puzzle through this and 149 other words that have no equivalent in other languages. Hmm. Nice so, look. yeah, this is a word puzzle game where you have to form the term that is in question mm-hmm. uh, from sort of putting the different ligatures of the letters all together. It's all sort of scrambled in place and then the you just have to indeed. <laughs> and you have to put them together and it forms the word and uh, it gives you the definition of the word and uh, it also shows you what country it's from so when you selected this game last week i was confused by the name but you know what i've done a 180 on this because i'm now totally on board with the name it it makes sense it, from <laughs> a lot of aspects yeah, it's multifaceted. As, <laughs> yes. As soon as you've played this game for about 15 seconds, you realize, oh, sticky terms. <laughs> right. Uh, how would you describe this game besides the, the brief description of the puzzle element? Uh, I would say this is a, kind of like um, word Tetris or something. No, maybe not Tetris. Mm. That's not the right. But like it's um, like pattern matching but using partial bits of letters as the pattern. Right. And what I mean, like a puzzle game, it's like a literal puzzle. Like it's the jigsaw puzzle sort of puzzle. Right. It's like if a sentence or a term was exploded into five or six pieces, you know, not necessarily just letters, like fragments of letters, Mm -hmm. ligatures, as you say. Um, Then you need to puzzle how to rotate these, uh, move them, and then join them together to reform a word that you don't know because it is a unknown term. Right. Or, or I don't, it's not English term, at least, which I really liked. Um, so you're just kind of going on, oh, I know what letters look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I then fix it together? Because then there's also line breaks, which come in and there's a nice fun twist. Um, so like the dashes and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So I really, really, really enjoyed this game. Uh, from the multiple different facets of it. Uh, I think one, it's uh, the puzzle element is actually quite fun, right? Like putting together these words uh, becomes extra fun because you don't actually know the words. Like if the word was colander, like you can kind of identify off the bat and then it would make it easy for you to form because you know, like the L goes after the O and then the C starts off the letter, right? Like, but with these words, because they're all from foreign countries and really unique terms that you've never heard of, uh, I think that really adds to the delight of you forming this puzzle. And then the extra piece of delight at the end is like it gives you the definition that's really <laughs> yeah, funny yes. at a lot of times, right? Yeah, that was, that was great. Especially 
since that I felt like that was the bit missing from um, the Zach Gage word game. Exactly. Like having definitions of what these ridiculous words are. I felt like my time with this game has been so productive because, I mean, I've already forgotten all the words that <laughs> I was going to say, have you used about. them in a sentence recently? <laughs> <laughs> but I've taken so many screenshots because, one, I love the look of this game. Like, I think the lettering and the way that the puzzle elements are colored yes. add so much to it. But at the same time, like, it, when it all comes together with the definition, it's so screenshotable. Right? There's probably uh, a word just, for that in Yiddish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, let, me, let me share with you some of my uh, favorite ones. So this is from uh, Czechoslovakia. It's, the term is prozvonit, which is calling someone but hanging up after the first ring to let the other one call you back. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, this is in Portuguese. It's uh, pesamentiro. I'm probably saying that completely wrong. And it's someone who attends... I think I'm saying it completely right. <laughs> in Portuguese, uh, pesamentiro, it's someone who attends funerals just for the food. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I took like a ton of these because I thought I like... Good. If they were really, uh, if, if it was really beautiful, like I took a screenshot or if like the definition was really funny... Um, I took a screenshot. <laughs> we should talk about the sticky part of mm, sticky terms. That is the other part that I really, really loved. Tell me about the stickiness. So we always had this feeling that there was a lot going on with Philip Solnemeyer games that's under the hood, but not evident to your casual gamers. Oh, hello. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> like even with the, the the game that everyone sort of started off with which i think is burger or pancake right um i always felt like there was a lot under the hood on how that burger is like following fluid dynamics there's like the sense of inverse kinematics right there's friction and yeah like, like if you leave it on the pan longer does is the burger firmer right there are like little things yeah. like that that i felt was under the hood but really added to the enjoyment of the game uh, also with Vertical, you know, like it felt like actual spinning physics versus, you know, trajectory physics versus like the inverse kinematics of like where the pins were. So the way it wobbled physics, right? Like there was a lot going on. And it's the same with this game, right? Like when when the words are, when you first see the jumble of ligatures together and when you grab a portion and you unstick it from the rest of the jumble, there's like this really satisfying stretch and pull and snap when you take it apart. And I felt like that is so literal of the word sticky terms that it was really delightful to, to do that all the time. It was just a, like join them together and unstick them. Stick and unstick. Right. Like I wish, I don't know if there was, there must have been like a haptic, a little haptic thing that happened because I definitely felt it. If I didn't feel it, then kudos to the timing and the animation of how everything was done because it was so well done that I was I was convinced that I felt it. Yeah, I thought so too. Even if there isn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just was um, uh, juicy. It was very to juicy. Use the, to use the parlance that I've learned. How far did you get in sticky terms? Well, let's have a look. So sticky oh, terms has a menu system where it sort of leaves... It's like little buckets of puzzles. So, and there are topics to these buckets. So I think you first start off with fails, 
which goes with maybe terms or words that you use whenever you're failing mm. or and then there's a, a term there's a term bucket of yuck and then there's like seven puzzles in there where it's how people in different countries say things that are gross or disgusting <laughs> and so there's probably about like 20 of these little buckets that have about seven or eight puzzles in them how many of these buckets did you do i completed out the fail section and that's it (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so yeah you do need to purchase the game in order for you to open up uh more of these buckets but the the purchasing the the way that you actually purchase out the game is a little different Mm, yes i saw this you have to buy one of his other games and then in the credits of the other game uh gives you a little code which you can then input into sticky terms so I thought this was kind of creative, um, but also I don't know. Like I might not be interested in the other games that he suggested that we buy. Uh, I would have just liked to have paid for this if possible, because um, this was great, and I knew how the mechanics of this worked, and I didn't really know how the mechanics of the previous games worked. So I don't know. It was creative, but overall, like I don't know if it's going to serve them uh, the right purpose. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you do that? I did do it, and so I've unlocked pretty much all the buckets, but I've completed out, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, well, 10, 11, off. 12 buckets. Oh, boy. 12 buckets. Had a great time with it. Let's get into the 3x3s, Edwin. If you're looking for a delightful puzzler that's... Like, it's, it's not a word game, but it sort of is. Mm. If you're looking for a good twist on a word game that's half word game, half not word game, um, I highly recommend you check this out. Do you, yeah, know what I mean? like I feel, not, do you think it's a word game? Sam, do you think this is a word game? It's a word game at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. overall, like, no, this is not a word game. This is more of like a jigsaw game. Mm, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. It's a jigsaw. I mean, you're familiar the with the word. letters. Yeah, yeah, and you're familiar with the alphabet. Um, and so a lot of the guidance that you get is like, okay, I know that that little piece is for the K. So you look for the corresponding straight piece to stick that little piece, you know, and like, these are the things that guide you because you're, you don't know what the words are. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is more of a like picture puzzle game first and Hmm. then a clever word game because you're learning the words and it's nice. It's, It's secretly educational. Right. For me, my first good point is that this is a great little pickup and play. Like, you know, once you get the hang of the words, like you kind of, the incentive is there for you to find out more about these words. And I think that's what sort of drives you forward. And the tactile nature of it just makes it really fun and delightful. So if you like pickup and play puzzle games that where you can learn from, like this is, this is great. uh, I enjoyed the sound effects and the soundtrack. That was done well. Yeah, it was nice little, you know, good little rhythm going in the background, right? It was not too loud. The sound effects were all there. Uh, delicious. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> yeah, and if you like, if you want to try a game with a superb tactile feel, like, you really have to try this uh, to, mm, yeah. to know what it's like to pull apart those letters because it feels so good. And <laughs> there's so much attention put into it. Um, yeah, I... I I delighted in the in that part of the game, and there were some puzzles where it didn't have it, 
you know, like all the all the pieces were like sort of far apart, so they weren't really stuck to each other. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, oh. Okay. But it's very much like that jigsaw feeling because you know when it was not in the right place because it doesn't stick. Right. And so you're exactly. like, oh, okay. So it's like, oh, when like that piece is a little bit wobbly or the edges don't match up, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the wrong, this is not the right piece. Um, mm-hmm. So that was just like a nice little bit of feedback to give you that like, oh, you are, you're, you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, last good point for me is that I really enjoyed learning about the different words. Um, mm. There was it was like very international group. Uh, so there was like Indonesian words. There were you know like Polish words. There were Filipino words, and I found it really delightful to 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 understand. And these are all words that are native to that country and really unused anywhere else. So it got really specific. Yeah. Um, and it's just very interesting to to find out about these words. On to the bad terms. Uh, the bad term, I think the only thing for me is that once you get the hang of figuring out how to put the letters together, because the font doesn't change, you can pretty quickly learn how some of these letters are coming together. Like if you get like a little swoopy thing, you know, oh, that's <laughs> either part of the, the R or part of the B, right? Or like if you get like uh, the curve of the S, like that was really like, okay, like I know where this goes. Mm. Um so those are like little markers that made it easier like the more you did them. Uh, but overall, like not much of a negative. Yeah, I don't really have any negative points. I kind of bounced off the game, but I don't think that's for any particular reason mm, devoted to the game. Just was... Um, hmm. Well, I'm commuting less. So again, I just don't have that... Uh, <laughs> that my prime game time has been <laughs> um, taken away from me a little bit. Um, but it's... It was a fun, though. I, I kind of enjoyed it. But as you can see, as we saw from my progress, um, I wasn't captured by it. Mm. You mean you're not commuting as you walk from your bed to your work area? Right. Putting on spare pants. <laughs> That's it. Edwin, what is your final seven-day rating? This is a four days for me. Mm which is not really ind- indicative of the quality or the fun I think people will get out of this game. Just my personal set of delightful quirks and foibles meant that I kind of bounced off it a little bit. I did not stick to this game, you could say. Mm. I will no not say boy. that. No but boy. I'm certainly keeping it around to maybe be a little pick up and play. Gotcha. When, I've, when I'm not playing Ski and Yeti Mountain. Did you purchase this game? I did not you did, because so you I got confused. It. Well, no, because I got confused by the system of purchase. Right. Like I understand. Like I quite like that little like, oh, buy another game from this developer and do that. But at the same time, I kind of miss just like double double click. I'll pay you five or so dollars. Just makes it easier. Playing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like the spirit of it. But overall, like I think I thought it was kind of clunky. Um maybe add a third option to like or a second or option to actually allow me to just buy this and pay you money because i'd love to do that um yeah for me it was a seven day i love this game this was such a good experience from top to bottom i felt like the menus are great the the attention to the details the stickiness um the screenshot ability the even like the share capability is just like top down everything you want from a game like this uh highly recommend it so Edwin, that was sticky terms. 
sticky tums. Now it's up to you to provide me with something just as sticky. Mm, well, I mean, you provided such a high-quality game, I feel like I must carry on that tradition. Mm. Sam, you have seven days to play Bowling Crew. Bowling Crew? As in Bowling C-R-E-W? Crew. Uh, no, C-R-U, as in Bowling Cruella de Vil. <laughs> the new I can't Disney find themed. Bowling Cruella de Vil, but I found Bowling Crew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The new King of Bowling Games, 3D arcade game Bowl with Friends. We've never played a bowling game. We've never played a bowling game. I mean, yeah. Are you a bowler? Uh, I mean, I bowl. Are you a big daddy bowler? (laughs) I do have a pretty good form when it comes to bowling. Mm, But you do the underhand spin hook. Yeah, I do. You got to end your hand in a handshaking position as you raise it up to the top of your head. Wow, Wow, look at this guy. Okay, I don't want to go bowling with you. Uh, I'm not that good, but I do enjoy bowling whenever I do go. Um, The only thing that kind of concerns me is the bowling. People always like to eat finger foods when they go bowling. This is my biggest complaint. Brooklyn Bowl serves predominantly fried chicken. Right, and bowling bowls are disgusting. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to put my yeah. fingers in finger pockets that everyone has put their fingers in and then use that to eat just, chicken just, wings. Me, yeah, let's chow down the chicken wing uh, and then put my disgusting fingers all over this, these bowling balls. Right, yep. and like okay. lick it again and then like <laughs> put your fingers right back in. No, thank you. It's quite surprising humankind is still alive, really. Right. Frankly. <laughs> Uh, that is being questioned every day, though, so we'll see about that. Well, this is a more sanitary version of bowling. So that's all that. It's got it going for it. Yeah. It's 3D and it's bowling. It's 3D so. bowling by the bowling crew. Well, I'm going to give this a spin. Nope. <laughs> Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. I wrote it down in Notion. Let me get it up. Um, my thing of the week is... Uh, I started getting back into Blender. Hmm. Blender 3D. Have you heard of Blender 3D? Is that the ninja one that everyone loves? The, or the Vitamix that everyone was <laughs> crazy about? <laughs> uh, mm, I wish it was. Okay. But Blender 3D is oh. a uh, 3D software program. Oh, I thought you just got into like smoothies and uh, juicing your own... <laughs> milkshakes i don't know that would be healthier yeah but this is uh i'm trying to learn i'm trying to teach myself um 3d art again Mm. uh, because i have a few ideas and i want to get out and blender is a great open source software where the capabilities are absolutely tremendous like it's a full featured 3d software that tons of professionals are using now um, they released like this rendering engine called Cycles that actually does uh, accurate ray tracing with you know like the whole photon system. So like it produces images that are very very good in quality, like up to par with some of the ones that are out there. Um, so I'm giving it a spin. I'm doing uh, a tutorial where I create a donut, and I've also included my son to to join me with the tutorials, and he's been really enjoying sort of like understanding the concept of like what it means to render something in 3D space, right? Mm. And then passing that through a final render and then seeing the results is just like, 
it's like mind blowing to him, but you know, he's understanding like what it takes to like make 3d pictures. Awesome. Uh, so it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. So what about you, Edwin? Do you have the thing, thing of the week? I do. It's a, a podcast for you. You can maybe listen to it while trying to make a 3d donut. Hmm. It is called election profit makers. Interesting. That sounds nefarious. Well, I basically, so there is a website that allows you to put, maybe gamble is not the right word because it is illegal for a US citizen to gamble on the outcome of a uh, American election. Um, mm-hmm. But I forget the exact name of the website, but I think it's, it's, there's something academic about it. Like it can, is it's using to understand trends and stuff like that, but there is a financial component involved. So they mm. kind of get around some of the legalities of it by it being like a like an academic project. But um, it has three hosts uh, where they basically sort of talk about current political shenanigans and then trying to predict outcomes um, around, you know, like the primaries that are happening today, the, the, the Democratic primaries. Mm-hmm. Um, John Kimball, David Rees, and Ding Ding Ding, Starly Kine are oh. in the show. Are the three hosts which um, make for quite an enjoyable podcast. Mm. Cool. I'll definitely check it out. Um, I have a long list of podcasts that I do need to check out. <laughs> I feel like but, I've, I'm getting short, actually, on, uh, mm. on podcasts. Like, I'm all caught up on You're Wrong About. I'm all, mm-hmm. ca- all, caught, up, all caught, caught up on Besties. So I'm now like, okay, well, what do I need? I need more. Besties does have a pretty extensive back catalog. That's tr- Can I go back? Can you ever go back? Mm. I don't know. I, I only started listening to them after they, they were a Spotify original. Three or four. Three, three months, maybe? Right. Yeah. And I feel like with the besties, you can go backwards rather than starting from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Maybe you can just like cherry pick interesting right. episode titles. Oh my God. Did you listen to the besties go to the farm episode? Oh, of course <laughs> yeah. you did. I have to ask you. <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> Even if you don't like video games, um, but you, in, I would say, take uh, take, a, take a listen to that episode. Yeah, it's great. Um, Just jump, jump to crew. that second half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. We'll link it uh, in the show notes. And that's our show. Sam, you have seven days to play Bowling Crew. Bowling Crew. Get those sanitary wipes ready for those finger holes. <laughs> can you wear bowling gloves maybe is bowling gloves a thing you could use i think you need like to feel the ball right because mm. you're making like minute adjustments with your fingertips well when you're playing at the levels i am yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't think gloves would work because gloves would either be unless you use like skin tight latex gloves which then would just be creepy as a bowler mm. that's true yeah I just keep thinking anyway. of Baby Bowler. Have you seen Mystery Men? That great movie from the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> I did. The one with Ben Stiller. Yes. And Janine uh, Garofalo is the Baby Bowler. Is she the Baby Bowler? No. no she's baby not bowler? a... Oh. Yeah, she, she's the bowler. Oh, But she's okay. just known as the bowler, and she bowls with uh, oh. the skull of her father. Oh, because Eddie Izzard killed her father, I think. Right. And so that's why yeah. he calls her Baby Bowler. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I know what movie I'm watching tonight. <laughs> and that's our show the waffle uh, sorry <laughs> wait did we already say this what? that's our show you have seven days to play bowling crew this, we did this, already say that we are talking about bowling about you the did say it. yes <laughs>
Uh, tweet us gaming suggestions at Seven Days to Play, and that's the show. Tweet us ones you've watched Mystery Men. Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play.